Greetings and welcome to another Jesse I Interviews podcast, recorded as always on the unceded indigenous lands of the Wurundjeri and Boon Wurrung people of the Kulin Nation. At the time of recording this here in Australia, we're very close to our so-called National Day, Australia Day, or Invasion Day or Survival Day, depending on your perspective. And I think this is a very important time of the year to keep in mind this always has been and always will be Aboriginal land, and I want to pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians of these lands. With that said, we go back to Jamaica for this episode as I talk to the veteran singer and producer Limble Thompson. This interview was recorded in July 2012 at Limble's home in the hills above Kingston. It was a very nice setting, nothing too flash but cool and pleasant, and Limble was a very nice person to spend time with. I'll post some of my photos from his place up on the Patreon page for anybody that's interested. And speaking of Patreon, if you enjoy the podcast and feel like supporting it, please check out patreon.com forward slash jesse underscore i underscore interviews. You can also follow the link in the show notes. If you're new to the podcast, I should explain that the idea with this podcast is to make available all of the many reggae-related interviews that I've done over the years in a totally unedited form, different to the edited versions that I put to air on the radio. I'm even leaving in all the -the off-the-record stuff before and after the official interview, assuming there's nothing inappropriate that the interview subjects wouldn't want heard. This episode with Limble Thompson is a good example of this as it features quite a bit of conversation between Limble and my wife and I before and after the official interview, talking about the reggae scene in Australia, how long it takes to travel between Australia and Jamaica, and the lack of respect for reggae in Jamaica these days. So here we go, Jesse I interviews Limble Thompson, July 2012. Mm-hmm. So, all the music stay over here. Well, um, you know, it's reggae and dancehall is small in Australia. Yeah, it's a small scene, but um, you know, it's healthy at the same time. I know. I, I meet some guys from Austria come over here anymore. I can't remember. There's a sound called Firehouse from Sydney, and they have Limbo Thompson dub plates. Yes, man. There's the only one I know in Australia has. Yes, Limbo man. Thompson. I think it's those guys, man. Yeah. A short guy there, man. He used to yeah. come here to Bonnie Lee them all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's him. That's him. Yeah. It's same one, man. Yeah. Where is him? He's he's actually supposed yeah. to be coming to Jamaica again soon. Man, where is him? A long time I don't see him. I hear mm. him. Yeah. He's the one for two, man. That's short. Yeah. yeah, and he's yeah he knows the music real well. Too. Know the music uh, too. Friend of Bunny Lee for a long time. He's same one, man. And he's he can talk. That guy. Talk English yeah. every day and talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Talk True. a lot. Talk a lot. The same one, man, but um, I, it was yeah, one time it was organized, but I said, this place too damn far, man. I the money, no, can't come so far. Oh, he's trying to bring you to Australia, long time, but yeah. money too small. Man. That's it, yeah, can't go so far for them, exactly. No, but, no. but the problem is because it's so expensive to reach Australia from Jamaica, right? The airfares, the airfares alone much. is a killer, and then um, thousand US, is it? Three and a half, so it's actually it's it's dearer than Japan, then, yeah. Japan is not allowed to get so much. Japan is, yeah, Australia is further than Japan. Uh huh. It's further, yeah. One straight flight or you change flight? Yeah, three flights. Ah, oh, three flights. Because, mm. I mean, well, for us, we have to go via LA. Oh. And so before, I mean, before you even, yeah, so you have to go from Kingston, Miami, LA. Then from LA to Australia is 14 hours just Shoot. from there alone. Just from there alone. Yeah. 14, is it? Mm-hmm. 14 hours in the air. Oh, well, England is nine. 
Oh, I was taking the panorama photo. She loved that. Lovely. You see. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you guys yes, and that. Nice. Mm-hmm. A good vibe, right? Yeah. I like Kingston is just. Yeah, I can see why you live up here. Yes, man. Oh yeah. Yes, man. Yeah, man. More time I just cool out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Must be quieter at night up here too. Yes, man. Yes, man. I need some food and drink. And mm-hmm. It's almost like a country vibe. Right, and you are still in town. Yeah, yep. perfect. You know yeah, it's so close. It's, no, it doesn't really take long. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. To reach halfway tree from here on the road shouldn't take yeah, too long, right? Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you. Ah, 14, so England is 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, five or more. Mm. France, from yesterday to Europe, uh, about 12, 13, 12, right. 2 hours. Two hours from Milan and to Germany. So it worked out. It's still two hour difference from Australia. Yeah, it was two hour difference. We're talking about, yes, from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So that's two hour difference, I think. No, but it's still longer because you have to go Miami, you have to yeah. go blah, yeah. so it's long still. Like, yeah. Because the last time when we came to Jamaica, we were here three years ago. Yeah. We had. 14 hours from Melbourne to Los Angeles. Then yeah. we had we had a 12-hour wait before Shit. our next what? flight to Miami. The kids. So, so then we have to wait another. Then it's uh, you know six hours or whatever to Miami. Then we had a five-hour wait before the flight to Jamaica. Oh yes, it. So wow. by the time we got here, we've been traveling for two days. Two days. Yeah. I was traveling. Mm-hmm. No sleep, nothing. Yeah. Murdered by the police. Yes, you have um, these people, the, the cops. Cops here are brutal. Yes. yes. We got stopped last night. We were, we went to a little... We stop you? Yeah. You alone and you No, wife? we were with two, two local friends. Yeah. Okay. What did they say? They just made us come out the vehicle, check the papers, ask us where we were been. We, would, we had a dance in Denham Town. So then they want to know where, why you go to Denham Town. Oh, you mean why? Yeah. It's Jamaica? Mm. All that, you see? Did they ask why you go to Denham Town? Yeah, and we said Because guess what? We they, want, they want to say the body era. Yeah. But it's Jamaica? Yeah. You see? Yeah. You see what they say to you? They why want, you go there? They want to keep it divided. Right. Yeah. You so see? They want us, they want and you see that? I, I, I will you tell them what? We just said we have a friend that keep a little, keeps a little dance down in Denham Town. We want to just check it out. Yes. You see, they shot. You see, you come from so far, I just you go to them and talk. Mm-hmm. But it's Jamaica still. Yeah. yeah. We, see we want to see all parts of Jamaica. We don't yeah. want to see, we want to see the roots part. We want to see the ghetto the roots mm-hmm. part. And really and truly, like we went to Weddy Weddy afterwards, but the party in Denham Town had more vibes. Uh, Weddy Weddy dance, uh, most dance. Uh, I still love. Yep. Uh, but actually, when we got there, they were playing reggae music. Play reggae, okay. okay. But, but then it was. You know, be a dancehall after that, and even like R&B, hip hop, American music. Do you mind moving that for me? Oh, push your one. Okay. Yes, yeah. yes. Are you want to take my own? Take my own. No, 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 no. Sorry. Oh, you want to take my own? Maybe. Where do you want to sit? Just here. Thank you. Yeah. So my radio program. I've been on air for 15 years. Yes. Be a reggae. Yeah. Yeah, the first hour I play, I play like 70s reggae. The classic old roots. Yes, like they, they call that um, 70s reggae, that from Delroy, I release the time. 
Yeah, well, pretty much from like Rocksteady, actually late Rocksteady, 60s, Rocksteady. Ska. Not so much ska, but from like Rocksteady onwards. Yes. I play that in the first hour, and the second hour is more new tunes, so new reggae music. Not much dancehall, I might touch a little bit. Yes, well, you have some dancehall good, yes. Yeah, but really, I mean, the program is called Babylon Burning, and it's, it's ah. more a roots and culture thing than anything. Burning. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Good vibe. Oh, uh, yeah, you have, a, you have a Babylon Burning tune. Six Babylon. Six Babylon, is that attack it? three dreadlocks. Yes, yeah. you know it. And also, yeah, Wicked, Babylon. Wicked Babylon. Also, my Wicked Babylon. Also, my new album, What's Supposed to Release? But they cancelled it, named Fire in a Babylon. Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you mean they cancelled it? Uh, I'm supposed to tour, but I never get to tour. I'm supposed to go to Europe. Okay. Yeah. Let me just fix up this thing. Check one, two. It's a pretty powerful little recorder, this yeah. one. So yeah, I just have to keep it in between and pick oh, up okay. both, both sides of us. Mm-hmm. Do you um, want me to video this as well? Yeah, feel feel like it. Uh, Linville, do you mind sitting there and Jesse sits here? Okay. So it's um, it's so better you can for get the, 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 camera. the video. My problem. It's a radio program, but I figured might yeah, as well film anyway because you never know. Yeah. Cool. It's nicer with that in the back. Oh, you want oh yeah, that looks oh, good too. Breadfruit, you know breadfruit? Yeah. Breadfruit, you. Okay, so, uh, you ready? You good? Yes, greetings. Mm. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. Check, check. All right, you good? Yeah. Cool. Okay, right now I'm up Stony Hill with one of the uh, real legend veteran artists in reggae music, Limble Thompson. Thank you for joining us here on Babylon Burning. Bless. Greetings. Greetings. Respect to each and every one, you know. Bless up everyone in Australia. Mm. I always like to start my interviews at the beginning. I'd like to know where you were born, what life was like for you as a youth growing up. Well, I born in Kingston, you know. And life, well, I wouldn't say it was rough because um, my family, they, they take care of me when I was a young boy, going to school and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, but I never have that, I never taken good education. I was so in love with music and sound system that you know I, mean, I never forgot that that's all i was just thinking about when i was a young boy mm-hmm. you know what i mean listening to a lot of music you know what i mean hard type of music went to america when i was very young and i still listening to music mm-hmm. that's where i really start do my first recording in new york new york so what year was yeah. that that was from in the 70s okay yeah and um, what, what sort of studio was that you did your first recording? Well, I remember the studio. It named Buccaneer Studio. It was a nice, good studio. It's not a Jamaican. It was a, like um, some white man's studio okay. in Brooklyn. So it but was reggae a, music? No, we take the reggae there. Okay. You know what I mean? It wasn't reggae. They do. I take the reggae there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, um, no, sorry? Yes, and I record my first song there. Okay. There is no other woman in this world. Okay. There is no other woman in this world can make me feel like this girl. I don't know if you know it. Yeah, I do actually. You know it? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if it must be that version or did you do it again? Did you yeah, revoice it? I, 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 I do it in two different styles, hmm. I think. I, I think I do it in two different styles, but this was my original one. 
and then when I get popular in the business, I think I'd redo it again mm-hmm. in a different style. Yeah, yeah, I definitely know that one. So how did you sort of come to have this voice and learn you learn your talent, learn ah, how to sing? Well, I think I born with the voice. Mm-hmm. Nobody teach me. Um, I just find myself just singing from early when I was going to school. I go to school, me and Jacob Miller. Mm-hmm. We went to Melrose School in Kingston. Okay. And he was singing a lot. He, he recorded for me also. But I go to American record. He record at Coxon first. Right. But I never get that chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I keep on trying. So when did you come back to Jamaica? I think I come back maybe a year after. A year after. In that time, I've been back and forth, come back, you know what I mean? Just thinking about doing music, mm-hmm. nothing else. Right. So what was the first port of call when you came back to Jamaica musically? Pardon me? Which, which studio did you oh. go to? Well, um, I, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's um, Lee Perry. I think it's Lee Perry. Okay. Yeah. I think Lee Perry first. Yes. This is before the Black Ark studio? Well, yes, he did have a little thing. Yes, before it gets so popular. Yeah. I think. And crazy. And crazy. Yes, yeah, man. Long before that. Mm-hmm. Long before that. That time. Long before that. And uh, I think I, a guy named Tama, he died now. He used to work with Keith Hudson. Mm-hmm. He and Keith Hudson was doing a lot of things, musical. Okay. And he's the one who hear me at Randy's studio, at, at Randy's um, shop, record store okay. in Kingston. Yeah. And he said, yes, I like your style and all of that. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 he put me on one of those kids out on track. And I sing this song named My Mama Say My Mama Say I don't even know that track. No, I don't think you don't so. Know it? I don't think I know that one. Yes. It was um, a track. Is that a cat? Yes. Uh-huh. You're looking for me. Uh, my mama say, and I sing that track for him that I'm leaving on that plane, going away. And she said, yes. And that track, Dennis Brown, have a track named uh, Westbound Train. Yep. And I think I sing something near like that style. Okay. Westbound, my own name, Westbound Plane. Right? Right. So, same time, Dennis Brown song was a big song in Jamaica. Big. I love the song. Big song. And then when I come with that version, everybody been wondering, who is this new artist coming up just like, you know, have that mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. And it, then after now, I leave and go to Lee Perry. Lee Perry hear me and interested again. No, Pratt. Phil Pratt. Uh-huh. Phil Pratt did hear me and then he take me to Leapery studio. That's where it happened. Okay. And then Leapery hear me and then he vice me also. And then no, uh, I went on to Bonnie Lee. And that's where I tried I'm making hits after right, hits. Right. Hits after hits. And you were at Bonnie Lee for quite some time, right? Well I do one album for Bonnie Lee. Mm-hmm. One album. The album named Don't Cut Off the Jetlocks. Yeah, right. That big was a, that was the first big hit for me in Jamaica. Right. Big massive hits in London all over yeah. that time. Yeah. And then I think I go on my own after that. 
So why did you decide to go on your own? Well, it just happened. Mm -hmm. It was nothing. It just happened. Okay. Everything just happened. Right. You never plan it. It just happened. Because we always hear stories about producers not dealing with artists too fair. No, it wasn't money. Okay. At that time, we wasn't asking for money. We never get money. Right. We wasn't get. We never get money to sing. We we just sing. You just sing for the love of the music. Yes, yes. We never get money from Pratt. We never get money from Lee Perry. We never get money from Stammer. We never get money from Bonnie Lee. Okay. But we just get that exposure. Right. You know what I mean? We wasn't worrying about that anyway. Okay. We wasn't thinking about money. No. No. So it's different. I mean, today, like, there's so much money in the business, and yes. artists can make a quick money. All they need uh, is one hit. And then they can voice X amount of dub plates of that one song and make a big bag of money. Yes. But sometimes, um, you know, these artists burn out fast and then the hit's done and they don't have anything else and that's it for them. That's what I see. That's what I see. A lot of artists have no longevity in the music business. But the Roots and Culture artists, it seems like, mm -hmm. I mean, you are still singing today. How many decades uh, later? That's good. That's great. I see. Mm. Still singing and the voice still sound maybe better to me. More professional, right? You know what I mean. And people always come and want to do business because we try to do business straight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So, but back I give in, thanks. But back in that time, though, if if you weren't getting paid for the music, how were you supporting yourself? If well, um, well, I we never used to do dub plates. I was I'm trying to remember, remember now, but everything does work. Right. I don't know. Cause I used to come from New York. Well, I used to have a little job in New York. Okay. Yes, I used to have a little job. So I wasn't worrying about money. Right. When I come and sing. Yeah. But after I leave and come permanent, and then I start to produce. Right. And that's the way I start to make money for myself. Same. But I, I put money in the business. Yeah. When I work, I commit my money and I produce artists, produce myself. I produce myself first, mm -hmm. three albums. Mm -hmm. And then I take it to London. Right. And that's where everything starts. So I'm with Greensleeves? No, we go with Chojan. Oh, Chojan, Chojan was a big company. Oh, of course, yeah. Greensleeves never come yet. Right. Chojan was the big company in London. Yeah. Like Motown. That was Chojan. Yeah, yeah. So me, as a young you go to Chojan, they're glad to do business with me. Mm -hmm. Because they get the song done because of Jedlocks. Right. From Bonley. And that was a big thing in London. Yeah. So they're interested in my product right away from mm -hmm. the see me. Yeah, yeah. And that's time everything happened for me. Right. Yeah, well, that makes sense because I know the, the first Limbaugh Thompson album I ever had was uh, I Love to Smoke Marijuana. And big, that was on, on Trojan Records. Big, 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 uh, big song. And now it gets bigger. When I sing that anywhere, ah, everybody gets crazy. Yeah. Got the world smoke. Yeah, it's world smoke. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you about. Uh, payment for music you know if because um you know these days it, it's some artists want an upfront advance to voice others mm -hmm. royalties whatever but um back in those days the business was different mm -hmm. but so as a producer that's where you could actually make some money mm -hmm. but at the same time you still have to pay musicians and everything yes 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 and it was the roots radics you worked with primarily yeah well we used to work with sly and rabbi i used sly to mix it was a mixture okay it was a mixture sly mm -hmm. and rabbi first Right. First. Okay. Yes. It was the first and then Roots Radix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me personally, the, um, some of your, your productions are some of my favorite music of all time. Like albums like Big Ship by Freddie McGregor yeah. you produced. Yeah. Um, Poor Man's Style, Barrington Levy. Everybody talk about that yeah. shit. Poor well, the, Man's the, Style. Those, the rhythms on that are so heavy. Uh, 
Everybody talk about that, man. Yeah. Everybody. So it seemed to me it must have been a special time. Musically. Right. It happened. Trust me, man. Mm. It just happened. And my style is different from that that man's style over there. Mm. So it's different. Mm. Because, I don't know, maybe um, I was just... Um, most of the rhythm tracks, I sing first. And then now the guy then make the rhythm. Okay. Because mostly I did poor man style. Barrington Levy never make the tracks them. Right. I really make the tracks them. And he just came and voiced them. And I let him voice it. Okay. So he's like the tracks them really pull him, give him the vibes. Right. That's what give you the vibes when you have the right tracks. You understand? Right. At the same time, I'm trying to tell him that how he must sing this this song. Mm -hmm. What I I think I hear. You know what I mean? Right. It's what I hear, what I feel then. What I feel. And it works. Right. Well those those rhythm tracks are so powerful. Do you ever think about voicing some contemporary singers yes. on some of those rhythms? I did. I did Yami Bolo. Yes. Healing of the Nation album. Yes. Yeah. And um I did have tracks now what I don't really put out yet. Okay. You know what I mean? And I still trying to do more things. But the business changed mm. a lot. You know what I mean? So mm. right now it don't give you that 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 vibes to jump and do a lot of things. Cause the business changed. You know what I mean? Mm. It changed. When did it change the most? I mean we always hear about nineteen eighty five when the sling thing came in and the computer thing takes over. Well from that time it kinda made that big change, you know. From that time it made that big change. Yeah. Yeah, in Jamaica, mm. but not in Europe. Mm -hmm. In Europe, they really love the, they, they want the roots. Yeah, well even even today I feel like uh, Europe and different places yeah, outside Jamaica, roots and culture is still more popular yes, than dancing. Yes man, yeah man, it's the biggest thing in France man. Mm. Yeah man, yeah man, yeah man, yeah man. Well even in Australia, certainly with my radio program I know, I mean I love all styles of Jamaican music, I love dancehall myself, but the radio listeners, most people, they want to hear real reggae music mm -hmm. and uh, dancehall is still in a minority. Mm -hmm. But in Jamaica, it's the opposite. In Jamaica, you know, it seems like it's becoming harder and harder uh, to hear real reggae uh, music. I, I don't know. The younger youths, them and the producer, you know what I mean? They change everything and the, the man who playing the radio, playing the music on the radio, he has to pay money. Yeah. So change everything. Yeah. This is what we keep hearing all over. We keep hearing yes it's a, the radio play is so corrupted really yes so that's why you wouldn't hear an alinval thompson now mm. because i have to pay him a lot of money mm -hmm. to play it yeah i have new songs yeah i have brand new songs right and i record those songs in europe yes so and who yeah. have you been working with most recently we work with a guy in in france in spain named roberta sanchez okay. all they play roots rock reggae right I need to mix everything like King Toby's style with okay. the echo, all of those things. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, looking back at the seventies, you know, it's for us, it's seen as a classic golden era for the music. You know, real yeah. roots reggae music where Rastafari messages for the only time really in Jamaican history, I yes, think they I really think dominated. So. You know, it's the mainstream for the I music. Think so. so what about the, um, I mean, looking back at Rastafari and your career and the music and everything, like, well, I mean, maybe a better question, place to start is where did you first embrace Rasta? And well, well, it's in Jamaica, really. Mm -hmm. When I was a young boy, 
You know what I mean? Mm. Yes, because I, I sing this song, Don't You Cut Off Your Dreadlocks, mm. before even I was dread. Okay. You know what I mean? But the, the vibes was in me. Yep. The vibes was in me. Like until now. Mm -hmm. Like a band with that vibes. Yep. You know what I mean? Righteousness, consciousness. You know what I mean? And love. Try to be kind to each and every one. Help. What can help? That's what that was born in me. So, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, um, I should have asked earlier when we were talking about the money in the music. I wanted to know if you if you see any money from those old productions today because these Linville Thompson albums mm -hmm. still sell. I'm not, you know, like the one for Bunny Lee, they still sell. Mm -hmm. But do you see any royalties no, or anything? Well, um, the only thing maybe I get uh, publishing. Not publishing, the PRS. Okay. You know that? You call it like when it play anywhere in the world. Yeah, play PRS. Yeah, in Australia we have APRA. The yes, you have a different name mm -hmm. for it. That's yes, right. yes. Cause I have things come from Australia too. Mm -hmm. PRS show. Yeah, the collect. That's right. it, really. But like when the album um, Train to Zion on Train the Blood Zion. and Fire label, like yeah. when that when they sell that, do you, you don't see anything from it? They stop paying now. Okay. They don't pay no more money. Right. They don't pay no more money because they say that they're out of business now. Oh, I think that's true. Actually. But they still collect off of the internet. Mm -hmm. But they don't pay. I don't, I didn't talk to them for a long time now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the place is for a veteran artist like yourself in the world today where reggae doesn't get such a play in Jamaica, but it's big all over the world? Yeah, France, number one, Germany, mm -hmm. I think. You still tour regularly? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we have to get you to Australia one day if we can build it to a level. Come on. Okay, is there any um, message you'd like to pass back to the Australian people listening? Well, I would say I would like to come and, and sing for you all in Australia mm -hmm. one day. And, and also I would to big up each and every one in Australia to just know that roots rock reggae music is the greatest. And will always be the greatest. Cause it's positive music, righteous music, Rasta music. And just keep on love reggae music. Linval Thompson said, one love. Yeah, man. Blessed love. Give thanks. Mm -hmm. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> What's that in camera? Yeah. Normally I'm better with my questions, but I'm tired today after yeah, last night. Yeah, I, I, you can tell? I can hear it. No, mm -hmm. I think everything cool, man. I think I can. You know what I mean? You ask a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, things. normally, you know, I, I mean, I study reggae music yeah. for years and years. It's my lo my greatest love in ah, life. So. See, that's good. That's why it's so good to speak to uh, someone like yourself yes, that's been there from, from such a long time. Yes, man, long time. Uh, underground artist. I call myself underground. Mm -hmm. I don't really like show, you know what I mean? I just cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I know the music, trust me. How often do you perform in Jamaica these days? No, I don't perform in Jamaica. Okay. Really? No. See, to me, that's sad, you know? I'm performing in Because you don't want to? Yes, I don't really? want to. Really? Why? Yes. Because, like, these young people, they don't really... They don't appreciate it. No, mm. and they don't know about where I was coming from. Yeah. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. See, well, so even the kind of rhythms, like the bun those Bunny Lee rhythms and the rhythms from, ah, from your time right. producing. But it's not playing, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, you never hear that kind you of rhythm. Never. You never hear it because people aren't buying the selectors bottles of Hennessy to yeah, play that stuff. Yeah. Right. You see? You see, you see when Hennessy, you see what they do? They play the dancers. I can't believe it. I right. can't, you know, mm -hmm. it's unbelievable. Everybody's shocked about that. Yeah. 
everybody will come, like the tourists come and say, mm. we're to the roads, yeah. where it is. Yeah. I think it's a problem with mm. the, the music industry in Jamaica is it's like a lack of respect for the past. There's certain, yes. like Cox and Dodd and certain people get respect. Certain people, but right. but then there's not the younger you can come yeah. after, yeah. right? Because we come after and take it, take it, you know, mm. what I mean, take it, you know. In London, yeah. is all how our music used to mash up the whole place in London, mm. yeah, yeah. And so, laws, you know, that I bring him in the business, okay, you did, yes, right, yeah. I'm, I was, I meaning to ask about uh, Junjo Laws because he used the Roots Radics as well, the same time you yes, were doing, man, I bring him in the business, yeah, man. yeah, man, but still, your productions had a different, different sound. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's a different. Mm -hmm, you're right. So is that more just the way you like directing the band? And yes, everything? maybe. Yes, yeah. I think so. I think so. Mm. I think so. I think so. Different. Everything is different. Because he he produced albums with Barrington Levy and the Roots Radics, yes, but they man. still sound different. Still sound different. Yeah. you're right. Still sound different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Still sound different. Are you you doing much production? These days? These days? Yes, no, when I, I, just, I just record myself and maybe a few new artists. Okay. I will try to get them out in Europe. And you are know. you doing everything on computer now? As in, you're using live live bands? Yeah, we use computer. about the same tracks then. Oh, that, that's wicked. Oh, because okay. I have tracks that never really released before, you know. Uh -huh. Wow. I have tracks that never really released. So you would, if you hear it, you would know it. But it's the same roots. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Thompson there, speaking to me from the hills above Kingston back in July 2012. After the interview, we drove into town with him and had lunch at Eden Bakery, a vegetarian food spot, before heading to a friend's studio to voice some dub plate specials. A thoroughly enjoyable day. That's it for this episode. Shout out to my patrons, the Don Armageddon Time, the Real Generals, Ben Comerford and Empress Irie, and my Idrin Tom Tanaki. Thank you for the support. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to become a patron of the podcast, you can follow the link to my Patreon page, where you can become a Chargy for 2 bucks a month, an Idrin for 3 50 a Real General for 7 or even a Don for 11 Patron or not, please feel free to get in touch at any time, as I always enjoy getting feedback from listeners. You can email me at jesse at chantdown.com, find me on Instagram as at morefireblaze, or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash morefireblaze. Until next time, Isers. I'm big up the champion sound, chant down sound. I'm big up the more fire crew, Linval Champion said, Fire! Breathe in true life, yo yo yo. Smoking. Marigua, crucial love to smoking.